Hello, everyone. Welcome to another special Friday episode of the Cantina Corner podcast, our special WandaVision Friday nights that we are doing. This is our episode three of Wanda Talks. Uh, this is episode seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I know it's been a horribly long day, but yes, episode seven, um, which was co- uh, episode seven called Breaking the Fourth Wall or the Fourth Wall Break. God, I'm horrible with this information already from the get-go. Um, but yeah, this is our third episode of doing WandaVision. Um, I just want to thank everyone if you're listening. Welcome back. Um, as always, you have myself and Cody here, and uh, we're going to get in some Marvel talk. So just grab a drink. It's Friday night, and uh, let's get this going. Um, Cody, how are you doing, man? Good. How are you? <clears throat> good, good, good. Um, all right. Let's just kick this off. First initial thoughts of Episode 7. In a nutshell, what did you think? What was your reaction? Uh, it was very solid episode that answered some questions and really drove home the plot points of the final two episodes, I think. Yes. Yeah, really would, good episode. Yeah, I, I would say it's a very solid episode. Um, one, one of the things, that, and I would concur with you on that, that I would have the same sentiments about the episode, but a uh, big thing that I noticed going through this one is now that we've been doing these reviews and theory talks and stuff on these episodes, um, this one, I saw a lot of different things that you and Mason have brought up, stuff that I obviously didn't know about because I wasn't heavy in the comics. Um, and I started catching those things and I was like, oh, okay, now I see that. Now I see that. And, and especially, you know, you know, with certain theories you brought up, especially with, um, you know, and th- this is going to be sporadic when we're, when we're talking mm-hmm. about the episode. So don't expect this in sequential order as always. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We'll always preface on that. It will be in the title. So if you dive into this without even reading that, it's your own fucking fault. Um, but one of the theories that I like that really hit home with me that I was glad to see happen was when you talked about, um, uh, what's his nuts? Um, uh, fucking the director of sword Hayward. Uh, yeah. Director Hayward. Um, when he, when they basically found out, which, which I said was that last piece, when you came up with the theory about him wanting vision. And I said, I think that last piece of what Darcy was looking for might have something to do with that. If that theory pans out to be true, which in fact was exactly that. Yep which I thought was great. I mean, did you feel like, what did you feel when that came? Like, yes, I got that. Or was that like, Oh my God, I made a shot in the dark and it landed. No, I mean, I kind of use some, not, I don't want to say test taking skills, but you know, they, <laughs> they drop hints every episode about what they want. And I mean, it's always Wanda is the star of the show, but as an audience, we're always following vision. From like a director's point of view, it's kind of like one of those like hidden main characters. I kind of address it like, I know I'm going to bring Star Wars into this, but it's also Disney. Like I think Star Wars kind of had the same thing with these last three movies with Kylo Ren. Even though Rey was like your main character, I felt like Kylo Ren had the best character development and was almost inadvertently the main character, kind of like Vision is here. Like we yeah. are, we are learning and developing the story of what's going on here, as Vision does. So he's almost our main character, if that makes sense. That that is a good point because I mean, when you're doing like a storytelling piece like this, especially when when you're dealing with this specific series and how random it was, like we talked about in the first Wandavision talk that we did, mm-hmm. when we were saying you know, a lot of people were very skeptical on watching the show, and they weren't sure. Like I don't understand what this is even about. Like how does it make sense? Is it just random? You know, when you have someone like you just said, which is perfect, that you can, the audience can ground themselves with. 
you know, that can connect with and say, okay, I'm, I'm just as confused as this fucker is. Yeah. So, you know, that, that is a good point. That's great because it is interesting. And especially this episode, they really, really dove into that as yeah. far as when he was talking to Darcy and like, who am I? What am I now? Like, what's going on? Like, you really get those answers that we've been searching for. Yeah. And I think also to kind of like a hidden aspect or element of that type of story development is vision's really the only like non-human but he's being humanized the most like we are feeling like the confusion he's feeling like we're having the same feelings throughout the show that vision's feeling so it almost like makes him more human to the viewer than you know than what he is a vibranium shell of a computer that he is yeah i mean that is true because if you think about it now that you mentioned that um as you were saying, I was thinking back to the movies. I mean, he's more, I won't say completely robotic, but he was just more like Jarvis, you know, like mm -hmm. he was just analytical by the numbers, computed everything, all that shit. Now he's just a guy who's like, I, I'm an Avenger. What? Like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Like what's going on? And, and yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting. Yeah. I also like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the scene in that episode in this latest episode where, he realizes like, oh, okay, so I started as a computer program named Jarvis, mm -hmm. who was then put in this body to be weaponized by Ultron for gen genocide. Yeah. And then he says, what am I now? And Darcy doesn't know because now he is just encompassing everything that he's been through. And he's, I think he's more of a human than he is computer. True, and in a, in a fun point that I was thinking about when I, I watched it twice today, because I watched it with myself, and then my, my father hadn't seen it, so I was like, you know, I need to watch this again with him, so I, for this specific purpose, yeah. you know, to catch things, and uh, I did notice when he said, what am I now, and I, I was, this is kind of a theory with me, and I tied to the fact of, they were talking about director Hayward, you know, trying to, they weren't just like looking at his body, they were trying to put him back together, it's like, maybe that has like, like foreshadowing to maybe Hayward did something with his body or something with him that we don't know yet. Yeah. You know, because it's like, how was Hayward, if you think about it, because they haven't said it yet, how was he able to keep track of vision with inside the hex if he was the only one that they were keeping track of, minus like obviously the normal citizens? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, they definitely did something to alter his body or to track him in some way. Yeah. I'm almost thinking that when they were dealing with him inside of swords headquarters and they were going through his body before they did anything they put in like a homing beacon or tracking beacon or whatever like a fail safe if that was to get out that they could you know track him down yeah no i, I could see that totally being the case yeah because i just i don't know how they would be able to do that other than having some technology where you could track a synthesoid but yeah. it's like he's the only synthesoid in existence <laughs> so like where would you get that technology or the capability to do that the only other thing I could think of, and I just thought of this just now, is sword is kind of like the shield for like space activity. So like Captain Marvel, you know, that all started with that. <clears throat> Maybe there's some sort of tracking device where they can track extraterrestrial items or entities like the Mind Stone. Like if there's some sort of way that they're tracking through the Mind Stone because she so like they can like back. track the energy or something, right? And they're not necessarily tracking him, but the stone. Because I still, I still have this weird feeling that that's the whole point of it. 
that this is setting up is those stones coming back. It has to. It has to because if if you have the stone, then you can use that stone to replicate other things with that power or other beings or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because him as a person, I mean, what what do they care? I mean, he's just a person. I mean, he's only manifested because of the stone. So the stone is the core of everything. Yeah, which I didn't really put this together. I saw kind of a fan theory about it, and I didn't know how I felt about it until this episode. And I mm-hmm. think the person's kind of onto something. That those commercials, although they have something to do with her past and you know, relate to the current episode in the late latest two, they all have a theme to yeah. connect them together and that they're all about or have imagery of the Infinity Stones themselves. Like yeah. the soap one looks like the Tesseract. It's the square, blue square. So Yeah, hydrostone. Um, yeah, the, the watch would represent the time stone. Yeah. And then the toaster when the guy was showing it, it actually looks like Vision's face. And where the light turns on when it's on is where the Mind Stone would be on his forehead. So it's all, I, I, I was like, damn, that's pretty good. Um, that is good. I didn't, I didn't catch that. I mean, I kept those two, but not the toaster. I, I didn't yeah, and then the, uh, the Yo Magic could be the Soul Stone because, you know, the guy ends up dying and becoming a soul. And yeah. then this late, latest one, Nexium, um, what was it, Nexus? Yeah, it was Nexus. Nexus. I don't know why I said Nexium. I think Nexium is an actual pill. <laughs> I totally it is. Got that confused. I, it was. I was like, isn't that the purple yellow pill? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, um, I can see the pill in my head for the commercial. But in the comics, that's a word to describe a being or entity thing that d- stays the same throughout time zones or not time zones but like different realities and stuff which the scarlet witch in the comics is one of those as is the infinity stones yeah and i'm and i'm glad you brought that up because one of the things because the commercial is the biggest part of what i had to like dive into because i didn't catch really what it was about and an article i found and this is straight from uh comicbook.com uh, just to give the listeners, because I, I know you're well aware of this, obviously, because you just said it, but just to give more context for the listeners, if they're not aware, um, this is from the article. It says, Nexus beings are rare individual entities with the ability to affect probability and thus the future, thereby altering the flow of the universal time stream. And that's yeah. in quotations. Um, to expand on that, it says, each multiverse has one Nexus being that acts as the anchor to that reality. So in the comics, Wanda is considered the nexus being of Earth 616. So it's, it's very interesting, which it says is a living focal point to Earth's mis- mystical energies. So I mean, that that kind of ties in with like her and you know, what we're going to get into with Agatha and all those different things. And yeah, what I didn't when you said that I was like, Oh, perfect. Cause yeah. that's exactly what I have on my screen. Yeah. Right now. I didn't know the exact Earth and all that I just knew that that was the term in the comics yeah, but i had no clue i i literally had to look it up because i was thinking nexus my first thought was nexus sounds like the hex you know like if they were to say hexus but turn it into a drug called nexus yeah. which is similar to nexium like you said so it sounds like it could be a thing yeah and you know with all the um wordplay they use with like you know all this stuff like almost like wanda having her breakdown you know everything that they were saying with that kind of tied into that so it confused me a bit yeah, you know, and it could also be foreshadowing that she, that that's the earth we're on, and she is 
the nexus for that earth and because the girl in the commercial was going through the depression just like wanda was i mean yep. she's laying in bed at the end of the commercial and we pan to wanda yep. in the bed yep I, that could be like a little <clears throat> cinematic foreshadowing right there yeah because i mean it also says in here and this is also a spoiler as well as far as the agatha arc um because this is something comic related so if you don't know that or you want to be surprised in the show you know just forewarning um in that same article it says that uh uh, however, based on the big, it says right here that uh, Earth 616, uh, blah, blah, blah. In the comics, Wanda was taught to control her powers by her mentor, Agatha Harkness. So it says, you know, however, based on the reveal with Agatha and Agatha almost looking like, you know, an evil person, you know, it doesn't look like she's going to be her mentor. Um, it said, you know, it could mean that Doctor Strange, you know, uh, what does it say? Could could that mean it will be Doctor Strange in the, in the multiverse of madness that actually helps Wanda, you know, hone her powers and all these different things, which, which is going way ahead. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it all ties in together. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess it was an interesting character. She's, she's more a good person in the comics than she is a bad person, but she has her moments. Yeah. Um, I know she's an interesting character to see where they're going to go with her. Um, in the comics, spoiler alert, Wanda ends up killing her. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Or directly leading to her death. And then Agatha comes back to visit her on Halloween. Because <clears throat> Halloween is like, that's when the spirit world and the regular world are, like, it's the thinnest parallel. That's yeah. what I'm getting, I'm derailing massively. But, no, you're good. <laughs> I, I started chuckling when you said that she kills her in the comics and we're talking about how she's her mentor. And the first thing I heard in my head is, first, I was the learner. Now I'm the master. <laughs> now I'm the master. <laughs> she killed her yeah. teacher. Went full Sith. Another um, thing, since the Agatha thing is confirmed now, um, yeah. it will be interesting to see if she is the only witch there because she was part of... I can't remember what their name was. It's like Salem Witch. They in the comics, she is like creates this witch cult at, in Salem. They kind of play off like the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, like the original Salem Witch Trials. Yes, they kind of play off oh, that in the comics, okay. and she, Agatha survives. And <clears throat> I just I was thinking about that that meeting where it was like the PTA meeting before all the kids showed up. You know, there was no kids. Yeah, and they were talking yeah. about the magic show, and it was yeah. all the women. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, what if that could be, like, her Salem witches, mm. like, to come in the end? I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens with that. It's possible. Now that you say that, I, I did catch something that was interesting when um, when uh, Captain Rambo was coming up to Wanda. And then, obviously, you know, Agatha sees her through the window. Before she sees her through the window... Um, you know, you see two people. They only show two people stop and like pay attention to what's happening when those two are arguing and fighting on the lawn. They show the mailman, which you know can mean nothing. But then they show um, uh, what's her face, the blonde girl from the very first episode in that meeting where they have the. the oh woman yeah, Dark, Darcy. She was tech- Is that her name? I, I think so. Yeah, she was. She was like the head woman of the town where it was like you get good in with her and you you'll be on all the committees. Yeah. Um, she was the head of that technical group and. They only showed the mailman and her, but when they showed her, when those two were arguing, she like she didn't look up surprised. She just looked up and was like, "Huh?" Like had this weird like, like glint to her eye, kind of like Agatha did when she looked through the window. So yeah. I mean, now that you're bringing that up, it's, it, I don't know. It could be a stretch, yeah. but 
I mean, that's, I mean, this could be a stretch that they're like the, not sisters, but which, I don't know, I can't remember what the fuck they were called. But or like they could be from followers. like the same coven. Right. <clears throat> from those Salem witch trials. But I mean, we'll see what happens. That's just something that could be down the road or they just did that for, to hint at it or something. They always throw like Easter eggs in there. Yeah. So. And and one thing, since we're on Agatha, we'll, I'll finish up talking about Agatha, and then we can go into Rambo, because I know we're kind of going backwards, forwards, and all over the fucking place, as usual. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's honestly, it's hard when you're talking these theories, because your brain just goes all over yeah. the goddamn place. Sometimes I think of this shit as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh my god, this makes sense. <laughs> I know. Like, I, we've probably done that about five times already. Yeah. Um, but going back with Agatha, I know, because this is one thing you guys brought up to my attention with the whole Mephisto thing. And when I was doing research after the episode today, because I was trying to, there was things that they focused on that just completely flew past my head. Um, the When she went into Agatha's house and she noticed, you know, the peanut butter and jelly on the table and saw the kids show and was like, where's, you know, my sons, the whole bit. And she looks, you know, at the bunny and then she looks to the left and she sees like a horse fly on the, uh, on the drapes of the window. And as I was doing all this research and stuff, also spoiler alert, if you don't want to be surprised on stuff, um, we talked about Mephisto. Well, apparently, the first time Mephisto was ever depicted in the comics was depicted as a fly. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at that, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, so apparently, when you were guys bringing me, talking about the whole possibility of Mephisto and everything with that, which I have no, you know, backward, you know, back knowledge on, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, so that, that's a big thing, because why else would they focus on something like that? Yeah. I... <clears throat> The Mephisto stuff makes a lot of sense, but I'm still in the camp, and I haven't said it on the podcast yet, but here, I'm going to say it today. This is why I do not think Mephisto will be it, because oh. in China, they do not like devil figures in movies and depictions of Satan. I don't, they're not going to change, they're not going to have a Chinese or Japanese version or and an American version of the show. Yeah. That's just the only reason I don't see that happening. They cater to China. I mean, it's a huge market. We can get into the whole political scheme of it, but they do. They are very. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes down to money. Right. And that is why I don't think it will be Mephisto. Now I could be wrong. They could do it and they could change his appearance to where he doesn't look devilish. Um, yeah. I'm still, I'm still on the nightmare train. I still think it could be Nightmare. I think Nightmare is a strong enough villain <clears throat> to carry over in movies. Um, like, I think he could be... We could figure out that Nightmare is behind everything. And yeah. then he becomes, like, the main villain for the Doctor Strange movie. I could totally see that. He's definitely a strong enough character. And I did notice the, the horsefly um, was green. Yeah. Which is Nightmare's, Nightmare's color. But... Um. So who knows? There also there's a lot of hints about Queen Bee too, and that's a whole other character that I don't think is strong enough. But you can, you can make her strong enough to. Because there's like there's a lot of like the the hexes and stuff. They kind of look like honeycombs, and I yeah. I thought about that like an episode ago because there was like random hexes in a spot. I forget where where it was, and then this episode. The pillowcases were all hexes when she was laying in bed. And then oh. when she was looking at the boys' meals on the, the coffee table, 
the cups. Yeah, they were cups. The cups were literally they they were they looked like honey honeycombs, and they were hexes on the on the cups the way it was done. Also, if you, now that you're saying that, the sandwiches too were placed almost in like a like chaotic way of that yeah. because they I was like, why did they eat them in such a weird way? It was just like so weird. And now that you're mentioning that, it could have been yeah. like a hex, like a mess of like a hex. Because I did I did rewind it too because I, I noticed the cups right away and I was like, man, that really looks like a bee like like the honeycombs of a beehive. And then they showed the horsefly, and at first I was like. Oh, is that a bee? And they're like immediately, like just confirming what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, I mean it definitely is a fly. Um, but who knows, man? They're throwing out a lot of shit, and I think I they're almost poking fun at us and like everybody who's making yeah. theory videos and stuff. The way they keep you know talking about it, and I yeah, love it, I love Wanda's thing where she's like, "You guys want me to have the answers, and I have no idea what's going on." Just like you don't know what's going on. Like I was like, wow, they're really just trolling us hard in the middle of this episode. <laughs> I'm supposed to have all the answers, right? Because I'm your mother. Yeah, I have zero. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like all of this is meaningless. Yeah, I was like, Which, damn. It could, be. it could just all be fan service, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it, like the whole and then, like since we're talking about crackpot theories, you know, like really taking a stretch. You're talking about the hex stuff and bees. What's the first thing that you know? Agatha offers her when she sits her down in her house. Let me get you some tea. Well, what do you usually put in tea? Honey. Honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, tea is like such a natural drink that people offer to calm someone down. So, I mean, that's just a crackpot. Theory. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of people breaking it down way too much. Like someone I was, I, I think it was on TikTok. I saw a video of the guy was talking about the cereal box when she's eating cereal. And he's like, Oh, the mazes, the maze on the back of the cereal box is like depicting on how we're going in so many different directions to find the right way. And I'm like, or it's just a maze because that's what's on the back of cereal boxes. It's true. They're on all kids' cereal boxes. Yeah. It was something fun for kids to do when they were sitting there for breakfast. Yeah. I was like, some of this stuff is a bit of a fucking stretch, man. Well, that's like, speaking of that, I, before we did this episode, I was watching TikToks and I came, you know, and obviously on Fridays, I see a lot of WandaVision TikToks and uh, I saw one where, you know, it was uh, X-Men, like Futures Past or whichever X-Men that was. Yeah. And they like go to Silver's house where he's living with his parents or whatever. And it's like, you know, new fans who, you know, aren't catching old stuff that's like obvious. It has nothing to do with WandaVision. It's just like lore. And they're like, oh look what I saw in this movie and it shows him panning around the house and it shows Maximoff on the mailbox. And it's like, well, that's, that wasn't like a Easter. They're like, yeah. they've been setting this up since then. And it's yeah, like, no, no, that's, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> so people are going way overboard. Yeah. Where they're trying to be like, they've been setting this up for 20 years. Like, no, no one is that good. <laughs> no way. They're just, so, good. they're just good at, you know, when they got into the show, they knew exactly what they were going to do. <clears throat> you know, but. What, one thing I was curious about since we're talking about the show as a whole, um, I couldn't tell what like because it was the two thousands that they were doing this in. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell what show they were doing. It felt like The Office to me. Was, there, was that so there they... was The Office and it was Modern Family. Modern Family was the main one. Okay, because I knew I was getting the camera angles and like the whole thing. It was like, but then the intro kicked in and I'm like, this is very like The Office. Yeah, the intro was definitely The Office. Even okay. the, even the music was like a parody of the, the 
and then the coffee mug at the end and then like yeah when they brought in vision like as it was wanda 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 like you know kind of symbolizing like she's alone in this episode there's there's not she's not with vision and then yeah. at the end you know you have the full title and then the full title looked like kind of like the modern family logo but the whole intro before that was definitely the office and i kind of felt like agatha was playing like the dwight of the show the whole time because you know yeah. <clears throat> she was like you know looking at the camera even though there was other dialogue going on you know like kind of like the office does but, oh like, you're talking about when they showed her like she was behind everything yeah when she's talking to the kids and then she just looks at the camera and it's like, like yeah <clears throat> um but yeah, <clears throat> Modern Family was definitely like where they're sitting down on the couch doing like the interviews and stuff. That's total Modern Family. I will say I did appreciate the comedy that they did with all yeah. of that. The comedy was great. The flashback the comedy of the, the clowns and everything, the circus happening. That was hilarious with the screaming. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite line in that whole thing when they were doing the comedy was when Agatha was like, don't worry, I won't bite. And she's like, I have actually bitten a child before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lost it. I have actually bitten a child. <laughs> and then when you think about being a witch and then you look at like Hansel and Gretel and stuff and it's like, oh, that's kind yeah. of a good nod to like the whole witch thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I've bitten a child. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you have, you crazy bitch. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny as hell. Um, and, and I did I did think like, honestly, it was it was the most fun I've had with comedy on that. On, on like when they've done the sitcom stuff, because most of it was like, obviously, in the in the decades that they were doing was campy and like, whatever. But this one, I guess, because it felt so more modern. Modern. Like, yeah. Yeah. Closer to like what we are now. It was just great comedy. It fit the Marvel standard for comedy. You know? Yes. Because they do do their comedy very well. Oh, yeah, um, they do. And it fit beautifully. It really did. Yeah, I will tell I you, too. My this episode probably had one of my favorite moments for the show, and that's when Rambo gets her powers finally. Oh God! When she goes photon. That was that was actually really well done, and like yeah. anybody watching it could understand what's happening. Like, okay, she's getting some sort of powers from this. That was that was awesome. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but because I've only seen Captain Marvel, the Captain Marvel movie once, and yeah. I know she's obviously as a child involved in that with her character and whatnot. Um, but when she was going through uh, the the hex, if you will, um, you know the TV static to get in, when she charged in head first, um, when the, you heard all the dialogue that was going through her head, almost like she was like focusing on like all the different parts of her life. Yep. Am I wrong to think that they actually put Captain Marvel stuff in there? No, you're 100 like, right. That? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was trying to catch it, but I haven't seen the movie multiple times to know which part was what. The very last line, I believe, is one of the last things that Carol Davers says to her when she's a little girl that your mom's lucky that she could have had, she could have been given any child in the world and she happened to get the strongest one. That's like the last thing you hear yeah. right before, like. And they did it really well where you saw like kind of like her whole timeline oh come, yeah come apart and then like after you hear that line it all comes together and you know and she she gains that power i i thought that was so well done you actually i'm pretty sure i, I want to watch it again before i fully say this i believe you can hear nick fury talking that i mean it's possible if, if they were doing audio from uh voice lines from that movie yeah 
I'm almost positive he has he has like one or two words in there. Yeah, because I, I I did notice like the whole split and everything. I didn't think I, I didn't realize that it was like her timeline because I didn't see her as a kid in that like mess that they had. But the, my understanding when I first saw it was that it was like all her, you know, obviously her different personalities that she had while she was in the hex, and all I could see was like like all her different personalities, and then like she finally figured out who she really is, and then boom, it comes together. Yep, she's which owning I guess her is, truth, which she says later on. Yeah. Yeah, because the and, and what's interesting is um, she kind of almost like knows like deep in her soul without realizing that she knows when she says the line after the after the rover that she tries to drive in there gets kicked out. She turns around and she goes, I know I can get in. It's yeah. almost like she knows deep down that like she has the power and ability to like drive through that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not that she has like the drive, but literally the ability. Yeah. Because if, if you get that rover tries to go through and it gets spit back out, why would she be so like convinced that she can just power through as a normal person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she made it through before. When yeah. No, but that, nobody that, else was. And she made it and through. That, but that was like in the beginning. And, and that was only when she touched it, got sucked in. She didn't want to be in. And this time she wanted to. Yeah. And it was already like reinforced and expanded. So it's like the fact that she did it was like she knew something like deep in her soul or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, her it could cut. be that divine feeling of purpose. And, you know, maybe she was sucked in for a reason. You know, maybe that was Wanda trying to reach out because I do like the idea that Agnes started all this and that hex originally was hers. Yeah. And after Wanda got so pissed, she kind of took control of it. Cause you know, when Wanda uses her powers, it's red and yeah. I think did not turn red until she got pissed. Exactly. Um, and you know, Agatha's is purple, purple. but if you stretch it out, you can get some blue. <laughs> That's true. But nice, you know, nice little hue. Yeah. <laughs> blue hue. Blue hue. Ready to take them to market. <laughs> Agatha's ready to take him to market. Yes, she is. She's ready to. I'm. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen because, and, and I know I'm jumping into post credits here, but because uh, I didn't realize there was a post credit scene, I watched it twice and I just assumed no post credit scene because they haven't had one. And and I was just like, oh, and even when I watched it with my dad, he was like, anything, and I'm like, no, they never do, and I never looked. I was just like, yeah. no. And then I did research hmm. when I was looking at the Nexus commercial and all that, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a post credit scene. And, you know, obviously they show Agatha was like behind all the stuff that happened that like caused all the chaos and this and that. But the one thing that really was the big thing for me was the whole Quicksilver Pietro thing. Because um, they showed, you know, him standing at the door, but there was a bunch of purple magic behind him. Yeah. You know, so he's, in my mind, controlling him. You know, she's the one that brought him back. Because if you think back when um, Vision and Wanda are having that fight and she's like, you think I did that? Like, you think I caught someone to ring the doorbell? And he doesn't believe her. Well, she really didn't. Now we know it was Agatha. Um, and then you go to that post-credit scene when Captain Rambo's sitting there and she's trying to go in the house and then she opens it up, the basement cellar. She sees all the wooden, uh, you know, wooden vines going through and the purple magic and her eyes kind of glow. And then you get Pietro or Quicksilver taps on the shoulder. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, he says like creepers are going to creep or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or like stalker's gonna stalk or whatever. Basically, that she was like creeping on the house, and then it just cuts. So I'm like, you know, is is he like the quick around bodyguard? You know, because the fact that he's Quicksilver 
maybe that's how she's been able to keep tabs on everything so fast because he's able to just woo, 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 all around the place and no one can see him and that's yeah. her eyes around the entire hex that's true I, it is weird too that's the only time you see him in this episode exactly kind of gone the whole time like he served his purpose yep um so who knows i mean he could just he could be free of it and he maybe he's creeping and he's saying like oh creeper's gonna creep like yeah me too like <laughs> what'd you I mean, find his he was wearing a hoodie when he came up to her with the hood up like he was like you know trying to hide himself yeah who knows i mean because he does have abilities maybe he can break break through that spell a little bit who knows That'll be interesting to see, though. That'll be definitely interesting to see. I'll tell you this. When they start doing post-credit scenes on shows, you know shit's about to get real. So. <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, that's a big deal because now I'm going to be scrubbing every single episode from here on out, which, you know, this was seven, so we might only possibly get three more from what I understand. I think we're getting two. They're going to do nine? I think it's scheduled for nine episodes. I was reading this, and I, I was talking to Mason about it actually today. And <clears throat> he said he read something similar that it was nine episodes and 600 hours is what the director said that they had filmed 600 hours and they have and that was before this episode aired this article was yeah. and it said they had like just over four hours of content that we should still be getting so these next two episodes have to be pushing an hour maybe a little over because there's about two hours and 15 minutes left or something like that mason was yeah, saying but, if you broke it yeah. down yeah because this episode was only 37 minutes yeah which is annoying yeah it is it is i mean these episodes could be hour-long episodes god and, and it would be i'd watch every minute of it like i oh, wish yeah. they were i wish they were 45 minutes to an hour like 45 minutes but it would be an hour with credits you know what i mean yeah you know what? As much as I want them to be, and I, I would sit there, I would sit there and watch a fucking five-hour show. I wouldn't care. Um, yeah. They're they're cut so well. I mean, each episode we get an answer, but that answer leads to two more questions. Exactly. And they they're doing a great job of ending them on cliffhangers, but not like nerdy, stupid cliffhangers. Mm. I feel like the last at least the last like three or four episodes i've been like oh like come <laughs> on like <laughs> you know i know what when, when i was watching it with my dad when it cut off he looked at me he goes that's it and i was like yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right bud. I, they're doing it so well that it's like as mad as i am about it like keep doing it because i mean you're, you're they're only hyping up this show <laughs> i know every an episode ends i think to that old clip from uh the first predator movie with arnold schwarzenegger when he meets when he reunites with dylan for the first time and he goes you son, son of, of a bitch, bitch. <laughs> at the end of every episode that's what i think i'm like you son of a bitch i'm like you got me for another week you fucker like, yeah. god damn it uh, I I am so ready. I'm so ready for Friday. Uh, I mean, I, I can't. I can't. Now that like Agatha is finally like boom, I'm I'm so and so. Yeah. You know, I'm not the only magic user. It. I mean, shit's gonna get real. And uh, and what what really the tease that killed me is not so much the Agatha like, hey, I'm so and so, and then boom, it's done. Was the fact that Vision flew off, and we don't get any aftermath of that. We have to wait a week to see where he's going, what's gonna happen. Like that's what kills me the most. Yeah. I will be interesting to see too. They only show up for a split second, but Agatha's book that she has, 
It could yeah. just be a book, like a sorcerer book. But there is a book. It's called like Black Hole or Black something. I don't know. Maybe you can look it up. Look up like I, I did. I heard people referencing something like that, but I didn't dig it into didn't, it. Yet. It didn't look anything like it in the show. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was smaller. I mean, the book's pretty big in the comics, but um, I don't. Maybe that could be like a tease of that, but. What, what if it's because we're dealing with the multiverse and we're going into Doctor Strange and stuff, everything that Doctor Strange learned from doing everything, you know, to be what he was, was from a, a huge library of books. Yeah. What if that has something tied in to do it? It could. A hundred percent it could. Because it looked like a really ancient book and every book that he read was all ancient and there was even yeah. books that were off limits to him that and it he was wasn't like, allowed to read. It was like glowing orange and shit. Like it had yeah, it was some... like an orange and yellow. Just remind me if I, if I, I could be not remembering this correctly wasn't the one book of spells like he had to unlock a spell to open it so maybe it's yeah. the same type of thing where it has a spell on it to lock it and you have to learn how to unlock it with a spell and maybe that's why, that's why yeah maybe that's why she's so protective of wanda she needs to combine magic with somebody to figure out how to unlock this book yeah it could be hmm yeah, because I know in Doctor Strange, he there was books that were off limits to him, and he yeah. found a way in, and then they got pissed. Mm -hmm. Damn, yeah, mind book, blown. That book's gonna have a bigger meaning because it was such a prominent shot, but such a quick shot that it was like, oh, here's this. Remember this later on. You know, yeah. they're they're, they're yeah. famous for doing that because it was front and center of that shot, and it was oh, gone. Yeah. It was like a two second shot. Oh yeah, they they panned all around her witch cave, if you want to call yeah. it, more than they did that book, and it was just like, here it is, okay. <laughs> I kind of got the vibe they were trying to make you feel like, and it it could be like that, we were somehow outside of the hex at that point. We were in reality, because Possible. everything, everything inside the hex is like bright and glowing and happy. Everything in there was just dark and mysterious and just didn't fit any sort of and plus like <clears throat> if agatha is con controlling this she could have her own little like safe space to get away from all that exactly stuff, you know when it's on was, autopilot or whatever i was gonna say because she could be using magic magic uh to separate that specific basement from the rest of it being affected and I know witches use the earth and, and nature and roots and stuff like that, but yeah. it could be a metaphor that that room is rooted in reality, separate from everything else. Right, which would make sense that that's how she created the hex was through through the earth and the roots because all the roots had the purple magic going through them. Exactly. You know. Yeah, that's that's what I was just thinking about. God damn. And <laughs> it's one of those things you think of as you talk, dude. I learned more about uh this ep these episodes doing these, these podcasts that i do watching them i yeah. swear to god and and i hope everyone listening and watching the same way it's just it's crazy when you actually like flesh it out you know it's it's nuts it's it's nuts yeah i mean it's just like anything in life dude you talk talk about it and you'll pick up on things and your brain <laughs> just processes <laughs> things differently as you talk through things and makes different connections you know yeah for sure I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with this one. I mean, obviously, we're going to get our answers, you know, going into the next episode. 
Um, there was another thing I wanted to point out. Oh, there was one funny thing, uh, not funny, but interesting thing that I noticed when um, Darcy and, and Vision were uh, sitting there in, in obviously the, the vehicle from the circus and they were trying to cross that road and Vision's sitting there saying, you know, oh, I think, you know, Wanda's putting these things in place to keep me from coming home. And then you find out that Agatha's behind everything. It's like, nope, Agatha's, Agatha's doing that. Doing she's that. Keeping, yeah, she's keeping you separate from Wanda because she's got other plans to talk to her and do whatever. Yeah. And I didn't notice that until the second time watching it through. Yeah, I picked up on that. Um, not trying to brag or anything, but I picked up on <laughs> I it. I got it on the first try, bitch. Um, it'll be exciting because technically we could be getting into the point where, you know, Rambo is at Agatha's, Vision's going to be coming home. So they're probably going to see each other. Um, and if he shows up as Pietro and Rambo are having their dialogue, if Pietro is actually controlled by her, yeah, can Vision snap him out of it to ask him his own questions when Wanda's not there? Like, who are you? You know, if he will, we, is will we get that moment where it like it snaps and it happens and he's like, where the hell am I? Like. That would be interesting too. That that is true. Yeah, where he, yeah. I was gonna say you could have a, a conversation with Vision asking him, "Who are you and what's going on?" And Pietro having the comic relief of going, "You tell me." <laughs> you know. Well, you asking me? I don't me even for? know how I got here. <laughs> I know I'm fast, but fuck, where yeah. am I? <laughs> yeah, that that would be funny. That would be funny. And also with Quicksilver too. Now that now that uh, we know that he, um, you know, has been kind of puppeted by Agatha, it, it it gives me an answer to my question I made on the last episode we did on the Spooktacular, um, when he was like asking very specific stuff. You know, like, well, how did you do it? How did you do this? Like, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, that's Agatha working through him to find out information about like, how good are you? Like, how strong are you? Like, I'm asking questions, so it's like she was really asking, but it was him doing it. Yeah, I think you're hitting on something that I think is pretty big. I probably should have brought this up earlier. But um, I think Agatha realizes how powerful she really is, but Wanda yeah. doesn't. And I think if you look back to, for instance, Sparky, she killed Sparky. The kids want wanted to bring Sparky back. Wanda mm -hmm. refuses, and she says no. <clears throat> and then Pietro is grilling her on... You know, well, how'd you do all this? I think it's amazing. And then brings up, well, it's not like your dead husband can die twice because obviously you can bring him back to life, which is also funny because he died twice in Endgame. But it's true. <laughs> um, could Agatha be wanting her to realize that power of bringing someone back to life and realizing that she can? do whatever she wants basically and pluck people from wherever from the, the grave or the soul world and you know yeah it, i mean it's possible because i mean if you think about it um i mean she could be interested in that fact for the sole reason that she's surprised that vision's there yeah and she's like oh shit like she's on the cusp of doing this but i don't know if she knows what she's capable of yeah which also we should point out um that Obviously, because Vision is technically a computer, yeah. um, he can't be mind-controlled, and he says so to Wanda 
you can't control me like you do them in an earlier episodes and she says can't sure. i and <clears throat> i was thinking back they show agatha in the car when vision is there and vision is still confused and she was obviously acting there oh yeah um but she obviously isn't controlling vision because vision is still trying to get out or she wanted him to get out because she was all the way on that side of town knowing that vision wasn't with wanda because mm-hmm. i mean it is kind of weird that she was on that side of town and vision was even like even though you grew up in this town you got lost like that doesn't yeah. make any sense you're over here you have a reason to be here maybe she is trying to get him out so she can have her all to herself which would lead you to see this is me thinking as i'm talking which would lead you to why she's trying to roadblock him trying to get back because it failed she showed her power to increase this world as much as she can she's not going to let him go i need to take her while i can it's true that's true it's very interesting it is interesting and and, it, and it's funny too because they did a now that we know who she is and they showed her like in control in that scene that you were talking about yeah. her in the vehicle acting like oh my god you're an avenger blah 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 um you know she uh shit i just lost my train of thought too much information in my head <laughs> um your dad your dad <laughs> yeah when she was doing that um fuck i literally lost my train of thought nice someone's I, I controlling know. you dude I know, Agatha, get the fuck out of my brain, man. <laughs> um, when she was there, she was trying to see what he knew and trying to pull that information from him. And then also, they did a very good job in that episode of tricking you into thinking that she was trying to escape, yeah. but was being like coerced to like just stand still there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they did a very good job of tricking you into that. So when you finally, and that was my train of thought, <laughs> When you uh, finally see her in control of the situation, it's like, oh, okay, that's completely out the window. But goddamn, they convinced me. Yeah. You know, that she was like sitting there and she's like, we can't leave. We're not even allowed to think about it. You know, it's like, oh, you sneaky bitch. Right. <clears throat> Which is why I'm saying, like, her saying that way would only increase Vision's interest of getting out. Yep. You know, what is outside there? Yep. So maybe her, yeah, her whole plan was just to get Wanda alone to do whatever she's trying to do and I, I feel if, if we do truly have two more episodes left it's gonna be in my opinion a tv version of kind of like infinity war then Endgame. yeah we're gonna have two <laughs> massive like it's gonna be one episode but a two-parter yeah <laughs> like it's gonna feel like that because well, this is almost like it, a nine-part movie i know at this point being, being that it's like this big of a series setting up the next phase of Marvel, I feel like these last two episodes, if it is two, are going to be fucking epic. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't see how they're not. And I'm, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with Hayward, man. Yeah, you didn't I'm, really see him much this episode, but he said, you know, no. we, what did he say? We strike tonight or something like that? Yeah, it's so, like he was talking about the full-scale plan of whatever he's planning on doing, and I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. Maybe he's going to drop a nuke on it and see what happens shit it would be interesting to see like what would his plan be to get in there i don't know considering what we talked about with him having the ability to track vision wanting vision knowing now that he was like trying to bring him back and not just like you know basically you know scientifically examine his corpse and all these different things i mean who knows unless the whole we strike tonight thing is all right we're going to take over vision's body 
and we're going to strike it within the hex. But what if they have some type of technology in there to control him? Like right, you said, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they flip a switch because now he's alive. He's got the mind zone, and they they're like, all right, now we're gonna strike. We're gonna take her out. That would be weird. It'd be crazy. It and would then be. They weird. could turn Agnes into like a preemptive good person. Like, listen, I had to try to separate you from Vision because I know what he really is, but you won't see that until they take him over and do this heinous act for you to realize you have to let him go. Dude, that would be epic. I just thought of that, and that would be epic. <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> Holy shit. There, there is one thing, um, with now that we know this whole Agnes thing too, um, along with like you know Wanda and everything going on with Vision, one thing that they never explained, which I just assumed, when he tried to escape, and, and everyone's been able to get out of the hex or go through or whatever, but he's the only one that's been specifically like sucked back in, like pulled back in. Now, I know that she affected that barrier, but is it really Wanda that had the barrier of him being pulled back in? Like, was that her doing or her magic that was doing that? Or is this Agnes trying to pull him back in? Or was it just because he's under the magic of being alive within that, that like he, he can't be alive outside of it, that it's sucking him back in. That's how I interpreted it. Um, because, you know, she visually sees, Wanda visually sees him dead. The episode she is pregnant. Yeah. Um, and he's got the cave in his head from where Thanos crushed him. And then he has that same cave when he's laying in the, as it's pull, as the pieces are coming off him. I, I interpret it as, okay, those are the fake pieces from this magical hex that yeah. are that are going back into the hex because they, they don't hold power because, she, I mean, we saw with the people, she doesn't have power on the edge. So he's crossing that border where she can no longer keep him together. So he is okay. literally being torn apart by Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I couldn't help it. Or Tommy Wiseau from the room, you're tearing me <laughs> apart, Lisa. <laughs> uh, no, I did see that's where I get in with like the stretch crack, you know, crackpot theories. Like, uh, it's a stretch for me now that I know more people are involved. I'm like, was it them now, or maybe yeah. it wasn't? That's know. just how I interpreted it. I just, but it probably <laughs> is as simple as that, which is what I thought initially. But you know, when more people get involved, I think more shit. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, probably what too. When you think. When Sparky dies and they're having that conversation about bringing him back to life and she says, you know, there's some things, you know, you just can't do. And the kids say specifically, which would bring up to Agatha, too, because the kids could be yeah. back. They say specifically, well, you brought dad back. Maybe he's not really back, but she's trying to get her to get to that point. And Agatha does say that. She goes, you can do that? Yeah. Like almost egging her on, like, tell me you can do that. I'm yeah. trying to get it out of you. We might have just cracked the code, dude. We might have oh. just cracked the code. The Da Vinci code has been broken. <laughs> God damn. I think I, uh, I think that's a that's a really good theory. That it is. could just be as simple as that because it makes sense. It's come it's come up three separate times from three separate characters. It would make a lot and of sense. Next, and then Agatha asks it, asks it directly as if she's surprised. And then you got her controlling Pietro, asking questions about how did you do this? Like, yeah. how did you go about it? Because even he, Darcy, when she's there, she realizes right away he's dying. Like, this is killing him. Like, help him. Yeah. You know? 
I think we might have hit something. Yeah, man. I think you're 100% right. You heard it first. Cantina Corner. Yep. We, <laughs> we have cracked the code. <laughs> man. I, honestly, I don't know what more I could flesh out from the episode. I mean, I, no. I said it's pretty much everything without going into a dark wormhole of, like, extended lore. I agree. That, that was solid. I mean, <laughs> hey, let us know what you think in, like, the comments, in, in feedback on the Discord, all that stuff. I mean, I, I would say that was, a, that was a very solid episode. I know both of us love that episode. Yeah. Um, also, I want to shout out to David Burns, man, for the, the awesome comment he left on our uh, last WandaVision Yes, thank you. The, that, was, that was our first comment on a video. So, sir, you live in infamy. We appreciate you. That made our day uh, to finally hear some feedback. We, we love all feedback. Negative, positive, it doesn't matter. We, we would love to hear what you have to say. So Definitely felt that, good because it was positive. <laughs> yes, I will say that. It's a good first one. So thank you. Even if you were trolling, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that, that means a lot. So, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Love that you listened to the show. Glad, glad you could be a part of it. Hope that, you know, you want to join the Discord over here, um, you know, and be a part of that. If you ever play video games, we're always in there hanging out. You know, I stream Cody you know, probably be streaming here again at some point. Um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, it was a good solid episode. Um, I, I think we flushed out a lot with that. Uh, what is, uh, what do we got coming up next? I know that, uh, what, what was the next date that we have as far as uh, podcast? Um, Monday, I know, I know we got WandaVision coming up next Friday, but yeah, Monday we'll do another current events. Um, just kind of touch on current events happening around the world relating to everything. Just, yeah. We'll kind of just flush through the news and tell you what we think is actually important and what's just bullshit. We'll fucking file that out. Um, and then Wednesday, me and Nick are back with uh, a baseball podcast. We're breaking down the NL East. So that'll be exciting. There's a hell of a lot of shit to talk about with that division. Um, we got some, Actually, I did get a text message from a buddy um, who <laughs> was... I've, I've met through gaming. You actually know McNasty. Um, oh, yeah. He loves baseball. He actually <clears throat> messaged me and was like, dude, it's refreshing to hear people talk about baseball who know what they're talking about. So <laughs> that made me feel good. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, last episode we broke down the NL West. Um, this episode will break down the NL East. There you go. If you're into baseball and you haven't or have heard that first episode, Definitely check that out. I know these guys are, are nuts for, for baseball from a very intellectual level. They they, they love baseball. Yeah. I'm talking down to every analytics statistic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anytime we're sitting there doing like, you know, hanging out Discord or whatever, and they're like, ERA this and this and that. And I'm like, oh, it's all foreign to me. FIP and WHIP and all of it. Yeah, I, I don't know nothing, which is why you're not going to see me on that because I don't want to diminish, you know, the, the joy of baseball for people by being an idiot within that podcast. Uh, episode but yeah you're gonna get me on all the rest so and then unfortunately I, I forgot to say this in the beginning you know unfortunately mason who has usually been in our wandavision episodes um as far as our uh, marvel um guest host uh he wasn't able to make it tonight he's got some family stuff going on positive family stuff not bad um there's some birthdays in the family so he was doing that but uh more than likely he will be on the next if not you know we'll let you know at that time um, but thank you again. Uh, I want to say a shout out. I know right now we have currently non bots included because we have bots in our discord server. We have 35 members in the discord server, which is outstanding. I am so happy to have people in here. Um, don't be shy. If you see us hanging out in gaming or hangout chat, please hop in say hello. 
We would love to talk to you. Love to hear anything you have to say or just hang out and play video games. We welcome yeah. it. Um, and then as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check all that stuff out. Leave a like, subscribe, follow, anything. It's always free, always appreciated. It only takes two seconds of your time. And if not, I understand. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But uh, yeah, I think that'll wrap it up. Uh, you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, yeah, definitely check out that episode. And we will see you next time. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.